0: Yeah, this is uh, Taki Musa, and uh, this is your host to the Beginners Mindset Living Room Podcast. And today I have a guest, uh, Rebecca Corey, who is the Executive Director of uh, Nafasi at uh, Space. And uh, we're airing this uh, from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. So um, I think uh, I would just like to, to uh, welcome Cor- uh, Rebecca to introduce herself.
1: Uh, yes, thank you so much, Taki. I'm so honored to be here. Um, as you said, my name is Rebecca Corey, but recently I've added a new name to that because I was just married, uh, so it's now Rebecca Mzengi Corey. Um, well, congratulations <laughs> for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So yes, I've I've been the director here at Nafasi um, for the past five and a half years.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Good um and um i think it will be interesting for well for myself and also for the for the audience to know how nafasi is organized how it's funded um so if you can just uh maybe take us through a little bit of that just to explain uh how the organization of nafasi is and how the funding is done of course yeah yeah, that's a great question so
1: Nafasi Art Space, I mean, just to start at the very beginning. Okay. A center for Contemporary Arts. Okay. It's multidisciplinary. Um, and we're based here in Dar es Salaam um, you know the plot around us is we're in the industrial part of town surrounded by kind of factories um, and and warehouse plots um, but we've converted the space into a haven for artists
0: All right.
1: and those who love arts right. um, the way that we see it at Nafasi is that there are artists and people who don't yet know their artists okay <laughs> so I think you know it's just a hum- a basic human kind of ability and instinct to be creative to be expressive um, but of course, that needs to be nurtured. Yeah. Um, so our core kind of vision is that um, we believe that we can enrich and further human potential through arts, and okay. through participation and engagement with arts between artists, curators, audiences, communities, um, and actually also, you know, taking kind of a interdisciplinary approach. You know, how does how do the arts interact and interface with scientists and journalism and business okay. and you know, all of that. Yeah. Um, so over the years, I think Nefasi has evolved a lot. But right now where we are, I can say um, that we aim to help strengthen and protect cultural rights. Okay. So that can include freedom of expression, um, but also uh, the right to access culture. Um, the culture of, you know, your own kind of interest and choosing and background. Okay. Um, so on one hand, we are, are looking to create a safe space for people to create and enjoy arts. Yeah. Um, but also as to be a place where we can kind of foster critical dialogue. Okay. as well And challenge people um, to Reconsider, rethink what art even is, and what the role of it is in our lives. No,
0: that's quite interesting, actually, uh, because in the past I've had some conversations with um, some of the guests, and we've talked about art, and uh, they have shared just different perspectives of what art means to them. Um, yeah, so yeah,
1: so we have we have studio spaces here. We have um, several different gallery spaces of different sizes and types for presenting artwork we have um, a big stage area for presenting music and dance okay um, a small kind of amphitheater for film projection um, a classroom um, and different workshop spaces right um, and and of course office and meeting spaces as well so it's kind of uh, i mean i think sometimes people when they get here they're surprised at how big it is mm. like they've seen it online and they see the kind of different elements but when you feel like it as a whole it's almost like a little art village <laughs> yeah
0: because i think when you see it online at least from what i recall is the, the middle part that mm-hmm. you see and uh yeah i was quite amazed when i started walking in and found how big the space
1: was <laughs> yeah and you know so we have there's a small kitchen and refreshment point where you can get drinks and um, a little art supply shop so over the years it just kind of has grown really to serve the needs of the art community in dar right um and and now we're, we're also looking to see kind of what's our impact nationally and regionally and even internationally. Okay. And so, um, you know, kind of creating more access to arts across Tanzania, exchanges and collaborations, you know, within the region and across the Africa continent right um, and then also you know bringing more visibility and awareness to Tanzanian art on the global art scene which I think
0: and how do you achieve that
1: well you know I think we're, we're working on it it's it's kind of challenging mm. um, you know there, there there are many barriers or challenges um, to accessing that kind of international art world mm. um, but I think you know we we've we kind of believe that if we just really foster that creativity here at home and, and support artists to find their voice, you know, um, and, and then think about how it relates to other conversations that are having being right. had globally, then, um, you know, then we can provide a big platform to help get them out there to the world.
0: Okay. And uh, in terms of, um, uh, because uh, there are a lot of uh, activities that are taking place, and uh, yeah, obviously there is a need for financing, and uh, how are the operations of Nafasi and the activities, with, uh, how are they funded? Who, who is... Uh, like, yeah, what is the financial structure without going into the details <laughs> sure. of it? Yeah,
1: um, that's, a, that's also a really, really good question. I mean, I think, um, you know, I said before that art, art and creativity is kind of natural, but it needs a lot of resources, I think, to really, truly be able to thrive. Right. Um, and especially, you know, the kind of art that we're focusing on that maybe is about personal expression um, and critical perspectives is not necessarily commercial mm-hmm. art. Yeah. Um so we do rely a lot on, on donations and grants yeah. um to keep our work going. Also because we focus on um, artists who maybe come from more vulnerable backgrounds or oh, might okay. not have the means, for example, to to get a formal art education. Oh, okay. um, but they they find opportunities here in Afasi. So because access to arts, inclusive access to arts is one of our main goals, we try to keep all of our events and activities and programs either free of charge or um, at least very, very low cost. Okay. So we're not looking uh, to kind of make a profit in, in that sense, Yeah. Um, though we do see the need for, for being a sustainable, you know, having sustainable operations. So mm. basically we get a lot of grants and donations um, and in-kind partnerships from, from businesses and, and other organizations. Um, the big bulk of the funding comes from foreign embassies because okay. they're the ones who are primarily providing kind of grant money for the arts
0: Okay. Um,
1: there's not much public support for the arts in terms of government grants yet Yeah. Um, but we do work closely with uh, with the Ministry of, of Arts and Culture and the Arts Council um, and they support us in other ways rather right. than financially hmm. um, and, and we try to generate um, income ourselves okay. so we have we sell artwork out of our galleries and take um, a commission from sale of works to help us continue the work that we're doing um, we, we rent out our venue sometimes
0: yeah um, for other activities yeah okay uh,
1: we have our members who have studios here um, also have pay membership dues okay um, Like have monthly membership dues so um,
0: members are individuals
1: Members can be individuals or artist collectives or even smaller arts organizations.
0: All right, I would uh, imagine that uh, the bulk of your work uh, involves a lot of interaction with uh, 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 different partners uh, in terms of uh, uh, getting grants, um, getting financial support, but also coordinating and organizing a lot of activities that are taking place
1: definitely yeah Yeah. partnerships and collaborations are a really big part of our work yeah Um, you know and and they definitely happen at different levels you know so from the artist to artist level or the organization to organization or between organizations and like donor partners Um, and so so yeah it's 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 really great it means I think our way of working is is about collaboration and uh, fundamentally about, you know, everyone bringing something to the table. Okay. Um, whether that's money or, or human resu- resources or inspiration or a different perspectives. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's all about kind of just being open-minded and listening to what people have, um, have to say and then, you know, creating space for it. So, of course, our name means space yeah means space or opportunity or chance (laughs) right so you know kind of we we just look to create that space within which um, these kind of wonderful um, chance encounters and um, meetings can happen
0: right right Okay, no, this is uh, quite uh, quite a beautiful um, uh, narration of what uh, Nafasi does. Um, In terms of the uh, achievements of Nafasi, uh, would you be able to maybe cite a few examples of what you consider to be some of the uh, maybe major or key achievements? Uh, Yeah, sure, that's
1: that's a a good one. I... um, I think a big kind of recent achievement uh, has been the establishment of our academy. Um, So we have something now called Nafasi Academy. Okay. Um, And it's essentially both a a space, um, but also really an idea and an approach to arts education. Okay. Um, So kind of starting back in 2018, we were really trying to kind of Think about what had our impact been so far um, in the kind of Tanzanian art um, sector. Yeah. And try to you know learn learn from both the successes and the failures of, of the first kind of eight to ten years of FASI. Right. And so we, we talked a lot with artists, and they said you know to really um, to really grow the things the four elements that we need most: are yeah. space, mm-hmm. education, networks, yeah. and platforms. Okay. So we were like, okay, well, how do we create a program that provides all four of those things in kind of equal measure and balance um, and in a kind of, um, you know, the, the kind of most elegant and efficient way possible? Yeah. Um, and so we developed uh, an art curriculum that was designed to be very specific and responsive to the Tanzanian context. Okay. So rather than just you know copying you know how art education is done in, in another in any other country, mm. we really you know spent time doing research and having conversations to figure out you know exactly what where are the gaps and where are the strengths and opportunities. Mm. Um, and how do we build a really innovative and original kind of approach to arts education around that? Oh, okay. Um, so I think that's been a huge accomplishment. Now we have this this space um, that has a, a big kind of classroom with a, an open plan for being very um, adaptable and and um, you know you can set up this classroom in a lot of ways. Um, we added another gallery space for young and emerging artists to showcase their work. Okay. Um, and a library space where, where where emerging artists can really find resources and inspiration and learn from. From you know, other artists from all over the world, by, by exploring exhibition catalogs and books and that kind of thing. Okay. Um. And we we actually also the academy not only trains artists but also trains curators and arts managers. Okay. Um. Which is a really important you know you um need because you can have so many artists and uh, creative people but if you if you don't have any gallerists or curators or spaces mm. um, then then actually there ends up being this gap between the creativity of the artists and the desire and demand for our work from the public.
0: Right, right. Okay. Um, so Nafasi, um, yeah, I think uh, the name is quite fitting. Um, and uh, I'm just thinking that uh, I used to hear Nafasi before, uh, but I never knew what it was. And uh, do you do you know uh, whether many people who are not interested in art whether they know of what Nafasi is or have a, just a faint idea of what Nafasi does? That's a
1: that's um, that's an interesting uh, question, and you know I guess it's hard for me to answer. Yeah, um, I think you know when I first came to Nafasi about five years ago, um, I think Nafasi had been very successful at developing artists. Right. The focus had been artist development. So taking artists from, you know, maybe being sign writers or illustrators or um, animators and then giving them the skills both in a theoretical and, and technical sense and conceptual sense to to um, you know become kind of contemporary visual artists in their own right. Okay. Um but one thing that I, I felt was that there was kind of Um, there was a need for more audience development. Hmm. So, you know, just because you have a great piece of art doesn't mean that people necessarily want to come and see it. Or once they do come and see it, they might not understand or or find it interesting or valuable. So how do we start going about that? So we kind of revised and adjusted our strategies in promotion and marketing. Um, And, you know, a lot of this was just building a a (coughs) team of, you know, young, bright uh, Tanzanians who were were interested in, in finding creative ways to reach new audiences and, oh, okay. and kind of say, you know, this art stuff, it's relevant to our lives. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just kind of this, like, I think there was a, a gap between people thought that
0: contemporary
1: art is like, even, you know, worldwide, people have this perception. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. What is this? This yeah. is splatter on a <laughs> wall or this is, you know, just objects kind of randomly pieced together but we found that you know through kind of committed marketing and engagement with different communities we could we could really develop more appreciation for this kind of art Mm -hmm. um and and yeah so so i think there's still a long way to go of course there's still so many people um yeah. you know in in dar and across tanzania who've never heard of Nafasi. yeah um but from where we started five years ago till now you know we used to have maybe 20 people show up for an exhibition okay. and now we have 150 and yeah. you know that feels like a huge, no it's
0: quite um, <laughs> a quite a, quite an achievement yeah and, and i like this idea of um engaging with uh uh with the people just to um maybe to enlighten more about what, because sometimes you're looking at something and you don't know what is it that you're looking at. And uh, maybe through that dialogue uh, and uh, the promotion that is more focused, uh, then uh, people are challenged and they start seeing things differently. So I think that's, uh, that's quite a good initiative. Yeah. In terms of the uh, challenges that uh, maybe you face in your role uh, as uh, the executive director of uh, NAFASI, what are, what are the, uh, the main challenges that you face uh, and uh, how do you manage such challenges? Yeah. Well... You can just share some, <laughs> the ones that you think are relevant for the, for the public. Sure,
1: hmm. I mean, I think... Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges is, um, you know, I think everyone thinks they want to be the director or a leader, um, but really, uh, you know, because you have this authority to kind of realize your vision yeah. and that's incredibly, you know, exciting to be able to, to envision Uh, Something and then and then work toward it and have people who are also working toward it with you Hmm. I guess sometimes it can be a bit lonely, you know, because um, At the end of the day even when you work very collaboratively like the buck stops with you Yeah, and if something goes wrong at the end of the day, you kind of have to take responsibility for it, right? Um, And I think that can lead um, people uh, Especially maybe when you're younger and you haven't had so much experience to place a lot of yourself. Kind of worth on mm. your success in your job, right? Um, and in the role, uh, especially when it feels like there's a lot of kind of attention toward it, you know, and people kind of are judging if you fail or succeed. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that you know more recently there's there's been a lot more kind of discussion about you know kind of mental health and how do people find a a, a better kind of work life balance. So I'd say that's something that I still struggle with and I'm still working on to Mm. kind of, you know, um, find enough space to kind of just rest and um, because because I think that ultimately you end up feeling this great sense of responsibility to everyone that you work with. Yeah. Um, To make sure that everyone, you know, has their salary at the end of the month Mm. and not only that but that your team continues to grow and they don't kind of get stuck, um, you know, where they are um, and and that sort of thing so but i but i think you know at the at the end of the day uh i can't complain too much yeah i love i love my you love what you're doing
0: (laughs) yeah and and i think probably that's that's maybe one of the key things to be said uh about the job that um i think it would be very wrong for someone to come into this role just for either for money or for the title, if you don't love what you're doing, Mm -hmm. because you really have to be connected to it. Exactly. Um, Well, at least that's the impression that I'm getting, yeah. Um, Okay. Um, And uh, I think I will also be interested, and I think it will be very useful for the the audience also to know uh, in terms of uh, how individuals or organizations can be... um, can either participate, or they can become part of uh, what Nafasi does. So just to know what are the avenues that uh, are there for individuals that are interested to become part of uh, either Nafasi family or contributors in some ways, like you, the way you put it, that uh, you, know, you bring everyone on board to put something on the table. And uh, it's everything, it's not one thing. So I think it will, be, it will be interesting to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, of
1: course. I mean, I think, um, you know, the greatest uh, gift is when people have taken the time to kind of understand Nefasi's um, kind of values, mm-hmm. um, even if they may not know exactly what it is that we do, but they've done enough research to kind of see what we're about and then come to us with, you know, a specific proposal for like, this is, this is what we're interested in and this is where we can see we might be able to um to collaborate okay um because you know we are really busy here and there are so many things going on at once and so when people come to us and they're kind of like yeah we want to work together but we're not really sure how yeah like well we don't really have time (laughs) to figure that out for you (laughs) but if you come to us with a you know really well thought out um kind of considered proposal then we absolutely love that yeah um and you know Obviously, artists and and people who are interested in just working in any kind of role within the art sector mm. um, often come here, just saying like I want I want to learn and I want to be a part of an artistic community. Mm. And I think that's something in in the last couple of years, I've realized Excuse that um, you know, a, above all, what people say when they. Kind of leave Nafasi you know or you ask them what is Nafasi to you they may say like okay yeah I've like I've, I've learned x y and z skill or I've attended this event but but the, the thing that really comes up again and again is like mm. I I feel like I have a community now mm. of, of people who are, who are who love art and who are interested in yeah them. so that kind of community aspect is so important so normally it's like if people want to work with us it's like okay well as an artist or as a donor or Um, as a partner organization um, you know how how can we build community together
0: right Um, Right.
1: and you know so we have a Friends of Nafasi program which is for people who want to kind of donate um, either um, you know financially or in another way so we have um, organizations like Empower Limited and they're a talent um, and kind of talent development and recruitment firm Okay.
0: and, and uh, this information is also on the website? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. And so for example, like Empower Limited, they uh, they um, provide us with kind of ongoing um, strategic planning support and uh, team building and management capacity, oh, wow. kind of classes um, or, or sessions. Um, and then also, you know, if we're looking to expand our team, they also help, you know, maybe, uh, put that position on their platform for free free yeah. of charge. So they're not actually giving us money, but yeah. they are providing us with things that would have cost, you know, at their normal rates, yeah. you know, thousands of dollars that we could never wow. have afforded. So so it's that kind of thing where, um, you know, and then of course we also in exchange, um, you know, give them visibility on our different kind of media channels yeah. um, and at our events. And, um, you know, we've also kind of curated artwork to go in their offices and that kind of thing. So okay. we're always looking at, you know, how can we just share what we have, um, right. you know, in, or in, a, in a way that's mutually beneficial to, to everyone. Okay. And on the donor side, I think it's worth noting that, um, you know, there are, I think, um, you know, when people think, okay, oh, you're, you're donor funded, what does that mean? Um, and, you know, donors have their objectives mm-hmm. and we have ours and it, it is a collaboration. I think it's not about just like, Okay, give us money yeah. so that you know we can do what we want. It's <laughs> it really is. How do we find an alignment of our vision? Right. Um. And you know we're lucky to be in a place where I think we don't accept money from you know from any source, but including donor sources, unless we feel there is that alignment. Yeah. Um. Because just you know I think it's easy to to be tempted by like oh someone's offering us yeah ten thousand dollars let's take it yeah. but really maybe what they need it may have something to do with art, but mm. in, it, it might not just line up specifically with our kind of way of, of approaching the process. And right. so I think it is important that we kind of look at any kind of engagement, whether that's receiving funding or doing programming as a partnership, not yeah. even just like a one, it's never a one-way system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: i think uh, that's that's very important for people to be aware um, <clears throat> uh, i think the other thing is about um, because you have been working in the, uh, in the field of art uh, through Nafasi uh, and I'm sure that you've come across uh, some difficulties in terms of uh, regulation laws in Tanzania that uh, there may be uh, either uh, maybe hurdles or hindering the promotion of art in Tanzania. And I'm just interested to know whether there are any uh, specific gaps in terms of uh, laws, rules, or uh, processes within the the structure of the, of the Tanzanian legal system that you can think of uh, that, in your view, if they were changed, I think they would help in the promotion of art in general. Um,
1: definitely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, every... Every society has its kind of context and set of of circumstances and so um, you know freedom of speech or freedom of expression um, you know it's 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 not an easy topic to approach and I I personally after living here for quite some years I don't think it's it's as kind of cut and dried as some people may think Mm. Um, you know there are There are always limits to speech. You're right. Um, There's hate speech uh, that that incites violence, and that isn't the kind of speech that we that we we want to kind of promote or accept. Um, But then there are also a lot of um, kinds of types of creative expression um, that should be able to be freely expressed without any kind of fear. Yeah, and that is um, you know that is important, Um, and it could be fear of of a. Political response, or a response from within one's family or community, or religious community, or um, or it could be based on you know gender or right. you know many of these different things. Mm. And you know, in our experience, I think we've also realized a big barrier of free speech is economic. Mm. It's it has to do with whether or not you can afford. <laughs> um, to to say what you really feel, or yeah. if you need to be just focused on survival, and so making a certain type of work um, that can can appeal uh, to buyers or to donors or funders and that kind of thing. Right. Um, so so I think that you know in terms of regulations, definitely it's it's important to, to have a regulatory framework where people are encouraged to, to express themselves mm. um, and don't feel afraid of kind of censorship. Um, mm. But I think, you know, so that's kind of pr- being protected from, from, from maybe laws or rules that that are, are a bit, you know, are, are kind of dangerous to free speech. Mm. Um, but I think we at Nafasi, we kind of think of like, well, we just want to make the most enabling environment. Okay so our kind of goal isn't necessarily we we do see we have a role in advocacy and lobbying yeah um to to influence policy but we feel as though the best approach to that is to actually just show what an enabling environment all
0: right okay yeah
1: so we have these exhibitions we have these uh music and dance events Mm. and um we just invite the authorities yeah. you know, to come and see yeah and and really see okay does this feel kind of threatening does mm-hmm. this feel like it's going to tear the fabric of society yeah. <laughs> and most often you know i think even the types of work that are making statements that that you know, sometimes might face some kind of censorship. Mm. When we're doing it in a very open way, yeah. and we're not hiding anything. We're right. saying, you know, you guys are all welcome. We want you here. We want to engage in dialogue around this. Mm. Then um, those very same people that you, you might think, oh, they're scary. They're going to try to like shut this down. They're actually very happy to be there. Oh, right. Um, and to to have the opportunity to, to have a, a dialogue. So when we say safe space, we're not saying it's just safe for artists it's also safe for, for you know for everyone for, for for everyone yeah um and and so we've seen that that's had actually um a lot of success yeah <laughs> that kind of
0: approach yeah no i think uh that's that's quite a good approach yeah you influence uh, the other party by doing for you you do something and then they see the good results um yeah no i think uh, that makes a lot of sense yeah um, <clears throat> so, I think uh, as, as we are moving uh, closer to the end of our uh, conversation, maybe we will get a chance to speak again uh, uh, later in the future, uh, I was wondering whether you have any, any message that you, you would wish to give to the, to the audience and specifically to the young people uh, involved in art? young people in general, and those who are involved in art, And that's not only in Tanzania, but across the world in the context of uh, thinking about Nafasi, but uh, opening up to to uh, to a wider perspective.
1: Wow. Yeah, that feels like a a big responsibility. I know, I know. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think my my biggest advice would be, um, you know, to to have faith in, in one's own abilities and in Mm. one's own, own, one's own passions. Right. Um, and that, um, you know, that whether that's a creative pursuit or an entrepreneurial one, you know, um, kind of a, a commitment to seeing something through, um, and, and being kind of true to yourself, but in the context of your, of your community and the people that support you. Yeah. Um, you know, is, is really important, and I think, you know, um, we we live in a time where, you know, there 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 are a lot of kind of traumatic and scary things happening mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: for you know, and I especially for for young people who kind of don't necessarily see okay, well, this kind of future isn't necessarily guaranteed. Like mm. you can't envision exactly what the world is going to look like, right in in the years to come um and i i remember hearing that you know 50 years ago you kind of went into school thinking you were going to train for a career and then you would have that career the rest of your life right and now young people today it's like they may have four or five different careers throughout Mm. their lives Mm. or even at once (laughs) you know they may be doing multiple things and you know i think that it's it's meant that like i'm so impressed even with the generation below me, mm. um, I don't, think, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm maybe at the cusp, uh, you know, in my early thirties. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so impressed by the, the kind of ingenuity and, and innovation and, um, creativity of, of the young people. And, right. and I think just, you know, staying true to that, okay. um, and, and sharing it with as many people as possible. But, you know, also, you know, I think finding that balance between the individuality And then, um, the community and the society, because Mm. I think if we all retreat into our little kind of bubbles of, um, you know, like, okay, I can take care of myself and be happy and be expressive and creative, um, but lose sight of how, you know, we are all shaped by others in the world around us and have a kind of responsibility to that, um, to others and to the future, um. You know, so I think it's finding that balance between between the self and the the, the world around us. No, wow,
0: um, yeah, no, I like that. That's quite powerful. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Rebecca, well, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, very much you taking your time. I know you're you're very very busy and with uh, even more busy now with uh, upcoming events. So I appreciate you taking the time uh, to have this conversation and. Uh, This um, I'm very much uh, looking forward to the time when we are going to air it in the in the podcast, and then for people to uh, to listen. And uh, I hope that uh, it will bring some more visibility to the to the work of Nafasi, and to those who maybe know very little or know uh, know something, but then they will know a lot more, and they will be more interested in. uh, uh, in what Nafasi does, but in being more involved in art. Because I think that um, from, from one of the things that I've discovered, at least um, uh, from my son more, but also from a conversation with other younger people who are involved in art, there is, uh, I think, there is probably not enough appreciation on what, how much important art is as part of the culture uh to the society. And uh I think there is so much talk about it but you know, people don't really take time to appreciate what it is because it's uh it's a very inter- integral part of the, of the society. So thank you very much for that. Thank you so much. Yeah.